Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. Good morning. Welcome. It's a Fan Early Morning Show. And the Fan Early Morning Show is for the average Joe. And when the average Joe wants to shop like a pro, the average Joe, go to CGR Wholesale, sponsor of the Fan Early Morning Show. It's, I mean, I'm having a good morning, not because of any of the sports in Pittsburgh right now, but um, yeah, I'm having a good morning. It's uh, chilly out there. Um, kind of woke me up this morning too. I wasn't, I actually got up early because my house was so cold, like the temperatures dropped and it doesn't seem too surprising anymore, but it is just, I mean, it's cold out there. Um, I'm ready for baseball season. Perhaps a trip to Florida would, uh, would help me here coming up, uh, in the spring and going to spring training games, which I am more and more heavily considering as uh spring training uh, games are set to begin this weekend. The Pirates and Twins play, and we'll have coverage for you here on the fan. So that's uh, that's good. That's exciting. So the the Penguins lost, and that's rough. Not surprising though; they did it the exact way you'd think, right? An overtime loss. They still get a point, but like you know, like definitely could have had two, and that's disappointing. So we'll get into that this morning. Pittman's basketball lost in a way that you kind of expected. I mean, Wake Forest, I think Bill Hogrove, I heard him say they hadn't lost uh, at home this season so far. And, uh, well, they, they won by a lot. So uh, Pittman, Pittman's basketball is okay. I heard some discussions um, from some people talking. Seems like if Pitt, you know, in the ACC tournament, if Pitt can uh, – at least win a game there, then they'll uh, they'll make the the big tournament. So that's that's something to look uh, look forward to. It seems they'll be all right. They're still listed as fifth in the ACC, so they're still up there. I think they were fourth before their loss um, from the standings I saw on Monday. So they're um, they're all right. I mean, it's still still a good story, still a good comeback story for them. Um, they uh, yeah, they're doing all right. So. You know that's what we can only hope for. If they if they can get into the if they you know in the ACC tournament, if they get a win, they'll be all right. I also hear some swirlings. I mean, some people are upset about it. Some people are you know some people are embracing it. Who's the Steelers' backup quarterback going to be, or who's who are the Steelers going to acquire? And I've been hearing some things and. Honestly, I was excited about Justin Fields, and then I heard some rumors that Russell Wilson would be a good quarterback of interest for the Steelers to pick up, and now I'm hearing reports that Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, linked to the Steelers, and part of me is like, what the heck is this? You know, why are they? Why are there so many names being thrown out there? And then part of me is like, oh, well, maybe the, the Steelers PR department or Tomlin or Rooney or whoever is just um, – throwing names out there to throw us all off as fans. And so I've kind of withdrawn from those conversations. Like, I'll have a conversation with you about it um, if you want to talk about the quarterbacks. I just know some of you are like, eh, don't really want to talk about that. Um, some of you love the NFL so much and you want to speculate. And I love speculating, but, like, there's too many names now that are being dropped for me to be, like, seriously interested in, in that conversation right now, just, just personally. There's too much... 
there's too much going on. There's too much like, oh, it could be. It could be this guy or that guy or that guy or that guy. I want a little more legitimacy in those reports or a little more traction in those reports before I start um, engaging in those. I like the idea of Justin Fields being on the roster, and I said that before. I do not like Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. And, you know, Garoppolo just got hit with the suspension for PEDs, even though he's become a meme for that because he didn't even play better taking the performance-enhancing drugs. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a good fit for the Steelers. Russell Wilson definitely doesn't. Um, Just wouldn't make much sense. Not that everything – the Steelers do make sense to us, you know, us common folk. They always know what they're doing. Uh, Justin Fields would be exciting, I think, just because of uh, of the way he's played and the potential you feel like he could unlock with good coaches. But do the Steelers have good coaches anymore? That's a great question. And you're welcome to answer it, 412-928-9370. You can uh, call me on the phone lines this morning, you know, since you're awake and uh, – you know, listening to sports radio on this uh, on this morning. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, like I said, they start spring training. They play the Minnesota Twins on Saturday uh, for their first uh, game of spring training. Most games start uh, over the weekend um, for the MLB teams. So you listen to that game here on The Fan, like I said. Um, and I'm excited. I'm ready for the warm weather is kind of what I was getting at as well. Tired of this cold. So sometimes I like the change in temperature, but like I'd much rather have warm for a longer period of time than cold. I just uh, you know everybody teases me. They're like, "Oh, you don't wear sleeves," oh, you know. And I always tease them that I'm not cold. But uh, uh, after a while, it gets a little monotonous, and I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go outside without chill or sleeves." You know, I want to feel the warmth and, and the warm off the, the English. Excuse me. The warmth also signifies uh, the start of baseball season. You know, springtime uh, is the start of baseball, and I love baseball, so I'm ready for springtime. Pirates play on uh, this weekend, and there's there's a lot of interest. I mean, spring training's taken more lightly, so I'm excited to be able to cover baseball again with the spring training season starting. We'll see from some players how they do. I mean, Henry Davis is still among the the biggest of the storylines here. Like, where is he going to start at the beginning of the season? Uh, There's a lot of reports that say that he's going to be in AAA to kind of refine his catching abilities, which, um, you know, which is scary uh, for me. There's some justification for it. Um... You know, I, I hope he's on the major league roster though because he's a good hitter and he's proven he's a good hitter and he you know you want to solidify those young guys in the lineup at this point if you're really going to take off as an organization. And so for me, I want to see him, you know, stay on the roster. Um, you know, find a spot in the outfield. I mean, if they're gonna have Grandall and Delay on the roster already you don't have to force him back into that catcher position if you don't think that he's ready. Now, maybe they want to develop him more, and maybe he's going to be the the catcher of the future if they don't think Andy Rodriguez is going to be their consistent piece there, if they're going to move Rodriguez to first base, which was also rumored. So there's a lot of 
a lot of question marks with that situation. Um, that's one of the interesting things to see, like how well is Henry Davis going to do, and will that even matter um, in terms of what they have planned for him, and will he start on the Major League roster uh, when spring training ends and that opening day roster is set? Um, we'll see. I think Yannis Grandal is also going to be interesting to to watch. I mean, he's he's most definitely going to be on the Major League roster then. Um, they signed him to seems to be the catcher, to be the guy um, here at least for the start of the season. So I'm going to be interested in watching him. All eyes are going to be on Paul Skeens for sure when he uh, gets his opportunities in spring training because, you know, he's uh, he's that guy. So um, another exciting guy. And I also like uh, uh, the idea of watching Terramar Johnson. He was one of the um, non-rostered invitees. He was uh, the 20... 22 first round pick for the Pirates, fourth overall. And I just remember him at the podium saying, like, look out, Pittsburgh, or something like that. You know, he was like, yeah, look out. I'm ready to help the Pirates. And um, I always thought that was really cool. So seeing his name as a non roster invitee after being in the minors for um, about a year and a half is, uh, is cool. So I'm ready for spring training to start. I'm ready for warm weather. Exciting stuff. Um, all right. And now onto the most of the depressing stories. Uh, like I said, Pittman's basketball, forgive them, you know, Wake Forest is good. And um, they do really well at home. And I think Pitt beat Wake Forest earlier in the year when they played at the Peterson Event Center. So that's all good. It happens. Uh, Five-game winning streak ended with that loss. Um, the the less forgivable of the, uh, of the losses, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, so we'll get into that now. If you have any opinions, by the way, at all, I'm just kind of doing a rundown of uh, all the sports here active in Pittsburgh right now. Um, well, there's reason I'm going to cover Pitt football, but they're well out of season. But all the all the sports right now that are kind of having some news swirling around them, kind of covering. So if you want to cover any of the sports, you want to ask me any questions, you want to make any comments, you're welcome to. Uh, give me a call, 412-928-9370. You can also talk to me on x at callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. If you mention me in a post, and I find it stimulating enough, um, I will respond over the air. If not, I usually respond to everybody um, on Twitter. So, when written form, at the very least, because I like engaging with you guys. I appreciate the questions and uh, the conversations. So, um, you can do that, again, on Twitter, at Callas underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. Uh, the Penguins, I, uh, I struggled to... Like, I, I, I mean, I get it. I understand what's going on. Um, not super thrilled about it. Uh, a little bit later on, I'm going to play some of Mike Sullivan's comments because he, um, he's turned. Like, I, I remember kind of poking fun at him last season because, um, whenever they lose down the stretch, he would be like, you know, like angry Mike Sullivan, like, oh, you know, why, why is anybody ever asking me any questions? This is, this is straightforward. We lost and, uh, you know my Mike Sullivan impression, but, um, no, I mean, that's, that's what he would do. And I, I, I was just kind of like, guy, like, we're going to ask you questions because this, this is not good. I mean, the Penguins 17 seasons straight of making the playoffs and a team that just seemed capable was on the brink and lost crucial games toward the end to get them eliminated from the playoffs. And then on the end of the year was real sad. I think what was it? The Chicago Blackhawks. They lost to and the Blackhawks, one of the worst teams in the league last season. 
So that was just real disappointing. I mean, they were already eliminated at that point, but that was just kind of like a like one of those you know, terrible thuds to to the end uh, of the season. And now we got this season where they're not even close. They are second to last in the Metropolitan Division. To their credit, there's still like two months of games left to play. Um, but yeah, I mean they are. They're just not like I mean it's just painfully obvious and it continues to to be apparent that they are slow and not able to keep up. I mean they got a game into overtime again, but like it's it's the same thing with the Steelers, which is well, I'm kind of frustrated with like these two teams in particular. Like if if my sports teams are going to struggle, I like a little bit of variety in like how they struggle. I like a little bit of just like, okay, keep it interesting. Like, okay, you know, they might've lost, but this happened and you, know, you didn't expect that to happen. And it's disappointing, but like you feel good about the, the disappointment. It's like, we've seen this story with the Steelers that, you know, they came back in the fourth quarter every game and they were like barely winning. And then they lost some like terrible games because we just don't expect the offense to do well. And that was frustrating because it didn't seem like the offense like really grew until Mason Rudolph started. Penguins are, are kind of the same way. It's like, okay, we're going to keep it like close. And then we're going to late in the game struggle. And then the opponent could get back into the game, tie it, and we'll go into overtime or they'll win. And yeah. And then sadness. And then, and then Penguins lose. They get that point, right? They get that point for for not losing in regulation. But, like, still, I mean, it's like you could have had, I mean, you had the opportunity, you were in the game enough to win. So it's just like it's seeing the same type of loss over and over and over again that kind of does it in for me. Which is just, I mean, it's frustrating. I mean, any losses would be frustrating for organizations, but at least, like, when you feel like one struggling element is getting better over time and, like, different problems happen. Like, the Pirates last year were were interesting because they looked like they were improving in different areas throughout the season. Now, they started hot, and then they struggled, and that made them a little more susceptible to criticism because they had it. And then they lost it. But, like, they were an interesting case because it was, like, if the if the offense was hot and the bullpen was hot, the starting pitching struggled, which meant that the other two had to pick up. If the, if the starting pitching was hot and the hitting was hot, the bullpen kind of struggled and gave up late leads. Um, but So at least you had more of, like, a variety with that where, like, you felt like, the timing just wasn't there. Like the, the the players individually in the different sections of the game were still like getting better, but just like the other sides were faltering a little bit because you know teams were figuring them out. At least in that case, it's like okay, well, there's a variety here. You know, at least at least we see the, the different parts, you know, getting better. And then they ended September, you know, the month of September with 
a winning record. Not overall. I mean, like in the month of September, they had a winning record, I believe, and um, and so you felt like there was some improvement there. Like with the with the Steelers and the Penguins right now, it's just this monotonous, like you know, this monotonous. Okay, well, we know what the problem is, but nobody's fixing the problem. That's just, yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what I noticed, and that's frustrating. Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, made some comments uh, of interest yesterday, so we'll uh, we'll go over that next. You can still uh, get a phone line, 412-928-9370. You can also talk to me on X. Uh, again, at Callus underscore 33 is my handle. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. My name is Nicholas Harry Callus, and I'll be back. Here, coming up next on the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Good morning. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It's the Fan Early Morning Show here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Going to talk a little bit more about the Penguins here coming up in a moment. But first, Fan Weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High of 57, low of 28, mostly clear skies. Uh, expected in the forecast. Then tomorrow, 70% chance of rain with a high of 48 and a low of 39. So really, if you're like me and you get up early in the morning, you're going to get hit with uh, the 29-degree temperature right now because the sun's down, so no heat's really being circulated. So, um, yeah, just look out for that for sure. It's, of course, it's going to warm up when the sun rises. That's fan weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. A couple quick... Uh, couple quick uh, pieces of audio from Mike Sullivan I just want to introduce you to here because I heard them and I was just, I was interested. Uh, this one for sure I want to play for you while we have some time. Um, it's just, it's it's a little bit odd, but go ahead and uh, just, just listen. I remember I was talking about Mike Sullivan being like angry and like grr last year. Uh, well, here's here's what, here's what it is now. Here's what he sounds like now. Well, it's a tough one. It's disappointing because I thought our team competed really hard. You know, I thought, uh, you know, some of the in some of the ebbs and flows of the game, certain things didn't go our way. Um, a couple of the goals were um, fluky, and I just thought our guys kept they kept competing. So, from that standpoint, I I thought there was a lot to like about about our team game tonight. I thought our guys had an inspired effort. So. Um, you know, we we didn't get the result. Obviously, that's disappointing. But I think there's a lot of good things we can take from this one. Fluky, huh? Odd for a coach to be like, yeah, a lot of flukes happened to that game. So I'm proud of how we played as a team. Very interesting. And then here's uh, Mike Sullivan too, talking about the the process. And control what they can control and all that stuff, which uh, also had some interesting bites in it. So here, here, take a listen. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're disappointed we didn't get two, you know. Um, I try to look at it objectively and, and you know, look at the process and, you know, and and, and give, the, the, give the players, uh, you know, a fair assessment of how the game was played, you know. You can't always control if the puck goes in the net or not. All you can control is your effort, your energy, uh, your intent, your compete level, uh, your execution level. And I thought for a lot of the night, it was a pretty inspired effort by a lot of guys. You know, I thought we had uh, 
we had a lot of guys that, that were playing a determined game, and I thought our intentions were in the right spots. I thought we had um, we had a fair amount of offensive zone play. Um, you know, we fought back to get back in the game and a couple of different times. Just the resilience that the guys showed, I was proud of that. I think I think the guys really stepped up in that regard. That's going to be an important element for us moving forward, and I think that's something that we can build on. We talked about this before. Like, uh, I remember hearing about it, and then I talked about it because, I mean, it's a good point. We've talked about this. It's like it doesn't matter how much they care anymore if they're not good enough. If Solomon's not a good enough coach or if the players are not good and fast enough to keep up with the league, like, I don't care about any of that anymore. Like, we're going to have to find somebody who can do the job, be a better coach or be better players or find better players to play for the team if this is the case. Like, I don't care what their intentions are anymore. Like, I don't care what Mike Sullivan's personal assessment is anymore. Like, I mean, that's cool. They're all human beings. That's fine. You need a little bit of, of like motivational speech in there, sprinkled in there from time to time. You got to take care of them as people. I get that, but like right now, in the long term, it's not good enough, and I don't care how much they claim to care anymore. We've had a too too long of a stretch here where they've had just the same problems that have not been fixed. And I'm not sure that they can get fixed with the way that the roster is constructed right now. They're just not young enough. And Sullivan's not... I mean, whether it's his fault or not, if you give him younger players, I mean, who knows what he could do, but just, like, the roster the way it is right now, like, Sullivan's not getting through. I mean, it's cool he's not angry Sullivan anymore. I mean, I'll give him credit for that because I made fun of him last season for that. You know, like, oh, we're lost, and don't ask me questions. Like, at least now he's, like, a little more lighthearted about it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't – the answer is I'll, ac- I'll accept them. I'll be like, sure, okay, I appreciate that you care, but I also don't care that you care if you're not winning because that's just, you know, it doesn't matter. If you're not solving the problems that you have, you caring is, is not going to matter. It, winning is really the, the ultimate goal. 